Matthew chapter 21, verse 21 to 22. Can you read? Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I said unto you, eh? if you have faith, if you have faith and doubt not, and doubt not eh? you, shall not only do this, you shall not only do this, which is done to the fig tree. But also if you shall say unto this mountain, if you shall say unto this mountain, be that removed, be that removed and be cast into the sea. And be cast into what? The sea. And whenever the mountain is cast into the sea, it dissolves. Are you understanding? Yeah. And so what is the mountain in that, in that scripture? The mountain refers to your problem. The mountain refers to your challenges. The mountain refers to the difficult things you are going through. It can be sickness. It can be or whatsoever problem or challenge you are talking about. But the word of God is trying to say, when you speak, when you have faith, and speak to that mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, it shall be done. Why? Because of one thing, because of what? Faith. And then he warned you about doubt. And so the question I have here is this, why did Jesus Christ said, and doubt not? Because Christ knew that doubt undermines our faith doubt does what undermines our faith so in other words doubt is an enemy to your faith I told somebody I said there is no problem anywhere God already knows that Satan is on earth hello he knows that Satan is on earth and the scripture says the whole world lies in wickedness but guess what God did in order for you, James, to exist in this world, God gave you something that will enable you to have authority or dominion over this devil that is thrown on earth here. And that thing is dominion. That thing is authority. And it's recorded in Luke 10, 19. Can we read it? Luke 10, 19. It's a national anthem. Yes. Behold, I have given you power... To tread upon the serpent and what? The scorpion. And say, over all the powers of the enemies. And they say what? By no means they will hurt you. Look at that. Because God knew the devil was here. God knew the enemy is, is around you. But what he did, in order for you to sustain, in order for you to survive, in order for you to live a life of freedom, he gave you authority over him. He gave you dominion over him. And they turn around and say, by no means, they will hurt you. By no means, they will hurt you. I have given you authority. And then what God did again, he gave you a key. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, Behold, I have given you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. That whatsoever you bind on earth is bind in heaven. Whatsoever you lose on earth is what? Lose in heaven. And what is that key? That key is what? Faith. The key is what? Faith. The key is what? Faith. The key is what? Faith. faith. So your faith is the key to overcome the challenge. Your faith is the key to overcome that challenge, to open doors and shut doors up. That is what you need. That is what you need. Hallelujah.
put your hands together for Jesus. So there is no problem anywhere. All you need is faith. There is nobody wishing you. There is nobody haunting you. All you need is what? Faith. Hallelujah. Because if God said, I've given you authority. <laughs> what are you saying? The question here is, is, God, you have given me authority. Why am I suffering? Ask yourself that question. And it's because of doubt. And I will let you know this today. But refreshing, let's not understand that the topic for today is have faith and doubt not. What is the topic today? Have faith and doubt not. We need faith to exercise our authorities and dominion in this kingdom. Praise God. And what is the kingdom faith that we are talking about? The kingdom faith is a strong confidence in the person of Christ and his finished work. People are not right. If you don't write, you stand up. The kingdom faith is what? A strong confidence in the person of Christ and his finished work. Or in the king of the kingdom. And it's what? Finished work. That is the kingdom faith. That's the kingdom faith. That is the reason why the only requirement you need is faith. When you read John 3.16, it says something. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And it turned around and said that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. And so what does the word believe? The word believe is a verb for the word now, I mean for the noun faith. The word believe is what? It's a verb for the, word, for the noun faith. So faith is a noun. And then believe is a verb. And so believe is an action word. So in other words, when you believe in the word of God, you have to apply the word of God in your life. And what makes you to apply it? And it's because you have confidence that what the Lord has said concerning your life will come to pass. Amen. Many a time I, I, I taught you about prayer. And I told you that many times we pray that our prayers are not answered because we pray without faith. And we don't pray with the word. Now I always tell you people this thing. That everything concerning your life is in the word of God. And in order for those things to manifest in your life, it needs the faith. The faith in Jesus Christ. The strong confidence in this world. The strong assurance in this world. That is what you need. And then you will see this world begin to manifest in your life. Put your hands together for Jesus. So we said faith is what? Strong confidence in the person of Christ and his finished work on the cross of Calvary. Right? And also faith is the ability of Christ in you that enables you to please God. Faith is what? The ability of Christ in you that enables you to do what? To please God. Hebrew 11, 6 say what? Read it. The ability of Christ in you that enables you to succeed. The ability of Christ in you that enables you to overcome. The ability of Christ in you that enables you to conquer. 
when the word of God says above all, uh, we are more than conquerors. In other words, it is trying to tell us uh, with our faith uh, in Jesus Christ, uh, we are more than conquerors. There is no way you will conquer a kingdom without faith. The simple illustration is on earth here. Whenever you have confidence in yourself, when they call you to give a speech, you will give speech, you will give, you will give the best speech out. But when you stand on the stage uh, to give speech in a formality where you don't have confidence, you become too nervous. And you don't speak out well. But when you speak with confidence, you will speak the right thing. Hallelujah. Why? Because there has been some amount of faith in you. And so you give it out well. Praise God. You need faith. There is no problem anywhere. Read Hebrew 11, 6. But without faith. It is impossible to do what? To please God. Eh? But he that cometh to God must believe that he is God and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So in other words, before you come to God, you must believe that what you are coming to ask him, he is able to give it to you. That is the reason why faith is the only requirement for justification. Faith is the only requirement for righteousness. In other words, with faith in you, you will have the right position with God. Without faith in you, there is no right position because the word righteousness means right position with God. It means right standing with God. So faith is the only thing that makes you to have a right standing with God. So in other words, okay, now I see what the scripture says. In In Matthew chapter 18 verse 14, read it. No, no, no. Read Romans chapter. Romans chapter 14, verse 23. Romans 14. Yes, let's read Romans 14. Now I see what the scripture says that. It is about faith. Romans 14, 23. It is about faith. No, we read Matthew. Read Romans first. Romans 14, 23. It says something very, 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 very important. And, and we all need it. Yes, it says what? He that doubted is dumb. Uh-huh. If he eats, if he eats uh-huh. because he eats not of faith. Let's right, go. For whatsoever is not of faith, a sin. So when we talk about doubt, doubt is the greatest sin because doubt conceives sin. And if we can talk about falling in the Garden of Eden, it happens because men doubt God. If we're talking about falling in the Garden of Eden, it happens because of what? Because of what? Because of what? That is the reason why the devil always uses doubt to undermine your faith. He always uses doubt. And I will tell you what is doubt. And I will tell you why doubt is the greatest sin. So the devil always uses doubt to undermine your faith. Doubt started in the garden. In fact, from Satan himself, he doubted God. Pride came on him. And then he fall. And he alone don't want to fall. He transfer it to Adam and Eve. And Adam fall. So that here is where we are. And all when we talk about faith also, faith attracts the life or the power of God that makes the impossibility possible. Faith attracts what? The power of God in you that makes the impossibility possible. So with faith in you, what seems impossible for others will be possible for you. Let's read what the scripture says, not what I said. Matthew 11. 
with faith in you. James, what seems impossible for other people will be possible in your life. Eleven. Eleven, eleven. I assure you. I assure you. Uh huh. Uh uh. Are you reading Matthew? I mean Hebrew eleven eleven. Sorry. Oh my goodness. I have loved Matthew so much. Sorry. Hebrew eleven eleven. Sorry, please. And Matthew. Okay, let's. We can still read for Matthew chapter seventeen verse twenty. Read Matthew seventeen twenty. Another person. Hebrew eleven eleven. Yes, let's go. Let's read it. Yes. Yeah. True faith. Also, Sarah herself received what? Received strength. Sarah received what? Sarah received what? To do what? To conceive. In other words, Sarah was empty. In other words, Sarah was valueless. But with her faith in her, she received what? Strength. She received what? She received what? To conceive. So in other words, faith add value to your life. Every life that is empty or that is that, that, don't, that does not have faith is an empty life. It's a dead life. The word God is supposed to understand that through faith, Sarah what? Conceive strength to have seed. Oh my goodness. So Sarah was empty. There was nothing good about Sarah. But with her faith, she received strength. Let's go back to Anna. The word of God helped us to understand that Anna keep praying to the Lord in faith and she received. She received from the Lord value added to her life because of her faith in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Esther received value to her life from a poor family. She became somebody of importance that through her nations were saved. Why? Because of her faith in Jesus Christ. Do you have faith? So in other words, your life with faith can make the impossibility possible for you. So God is not looking from where you're coming from. God is not looking from who gave birth to you. God is not looking from your family point of view. But he's looking at your faith. The woman with the issue of blood for 12 good years. She has been struggling. She has been struggling. Went from physicians to physician. From place to place, looking for solution, but she was looking for solution in the wrong place. When she came to Jesus Christ of Nazareth, putting her faith in Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Jesus turned around and said, Woman, your faith has made you what? 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 So, in other words, the world holds me complete. The world holds me perfect. Faith will complete your life. Amen. So if there is any finished work in your life with your faith in Jesus Christ, it will be completed. Amen. Amen. With your faith in Jesus Christ, it will be completed. If you're not perfect now, with your faith in Christ, you will be perfect. Amen. Oh my goodness. Hi. You need faith. There is no problem anywhere. Nobody switching you. Yes, they will wish you, but they will not succeed. Why? Because you have faith. Yes, they will try you, but they will not overcome her. Why? Because you have faith. 
So your, 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 your eyes must not be on them, but the faith you have in Jesus Christ. It's the hero in you. It's a conqueror in you. Amen. With that faith, you will do extraordinary things. Faith is what makes you extraordinary. Sarah became an extraordinary woman. Anna became an extraordinary woman. David became an extraordinary person with her faith in Jesus Christ. Do you have faith? And they're ready to move mountains. Ready to see the impossibility becoming your life this year. With your faith in Jesus Christ. Tell somebody, say, I have faith. I don't know for you. Look at you. Oh my goodness. You don't understand it. Can you read Matthew 17, 20? Hey, Shabbakata. You don't have enough faith. Jesus told them. I assure you. I am giving you this confidence. Uh-huh. Even if you have faith as small as... Oh, if, if you have faith as small as what? A mustard seed. Not even the big one. But just the small one. Like the mustard seed. Eh? You will say to this mountain. Move from here. And it will have moved. Nothing could be impossible for you. Oh my goodness. So in other words, when you have faith, this is how you look like. When you come in your room and then you meet demons sitting down, you will speak to the demon. I say, demon, excuse me, please let me sit down. When you have faith, the devil cannot exercise authority in your dominion because when you speak, he hears you. When you have space, faith, if your business is not going the right way, you will speak. Business, I command you today, go the right way. And it will go so. Because the Bible says, nothing shall be impossible for you. God said, you have the authority. And you are saying, God, I am afraid. How stupid are you? When the Lord said, I have strengthened you. And then you are saying, I am weak. Oh my goodness, I am no weaker, I am stronger because the word of God says, I can do all things through Christ who stretches me. This year, if we want to see ourselves excelling, we must come to that point Amen. of living by faith. Amen. And I was telling somebody, I said, Faith is the bread that you bread in and out. The day you cease from having faith, you start dying. The day you cease from having faith, you start what? Dying. So if you want to live long, have faith. The day you start having faith, you start declining in life. The day your faith increases, oh my goodness, you start growing, you start overcoming and becoming the best person that God wants to see you. Faith, tell somebody, faith, faith. is life. Faith, faith is life. Ah, oh, my goodness. Look at you. Look how many you are. And then you are. Faith is life. Tell somebody, faith is life. life. Alright, let me tell you what is doubt. Let me make you to understand this. What is doubt? The first thing from the from the Greek word, the akarino. The word doubt means opposed. The word doubt means what? So in other words, when you are doubting God, you are opposing God. See how sinful it is? When you are doubting God, you are doing what? Opposing God. Doubt means discriminate. So when you are doubting God, you are discriminating God. 
When you are doubting God for that work that He promised you, when you are doubting God for His, for his promises you get in your life, you are discriminating Him. How fearful it is for you to be in the kingdom of God and you are discriminating the kingdom. How fearful it is for you to be in the kingdom and you are undermining the kingdom, opposing the kingdom. And so, the greatest sin is doubt. That's why I said. Because doubt conceives every other sin you are thinking about. So that is the reason why I came to a real, I believe what the scripture says. If you say you don't have sin in you, you are lying. Because many of you are doubting God. Many of you are disobeying God by winning souls. Because God has called us to the ministry of reconciliation. He has given us everything it takes to win souls and you are not winning souls. What is doubt? A sin. It's disobedient because the word sin means disobedient. So if you are not winning soul, you are sinning. When we think about sin, we just think fornication. Either whatsoever, that's it. But you are sinning, yeah, if you are not winning soul. Praise God. And doubt also is the doubt also means discriminate. It means hesitate. To hesitate. When you are hesitating, like for instance, you want to you want to uh, pray, you are praying, but you are hesitating that God will not give you what you are asking for. It's, it's, it's doubt. And doubt also means waver. Doubt also means uh, 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 stag. To stag. What is stagger? When you are stagging, you are you want to do it, and then you say, No, let me do it. No, let me do it. Are you understanding? I can't I can't break it in colloquial, please. I don't know. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, suffering from indecision. Whatsoever it is. So that is it. Amen. Amen. So doubt is the devil's ability in man that limits us from worshipping God. That is what? The devil's ability. That limits man from worshipping God. Let's see what happened in Matthew 28. Matthew 28 verse 17. And then uh, one person can read uh, Matthew 14, 31. 17. Yes. When they saw him, when, when they, saw him they worship him. They worship him. But some of them still doubt. Some of them still doubt. So they did not worship. Mm-hmm. So doubt limits our worship. The Bible says, when they saw him, some worship him. But some of them still doubt. They could not worship him. Doubt wo- limits our worship. That is the reason why the scripture helps us to understand. It said, God is a spirit. Those who worship him must worship him in what? In spirit and in truth. So sincere worship is done through the spirit. Connecting yours to God. There is no way you will, doubt, you will, you will worship God in doubt. That's not a true worship. Some people can pretend. Matthew 14, 31. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 So in other words, if Peter would have no doubt, he would have completed walking on the sea, right? Mm-hmm. So in other words, doubt is <coughs> doubt limits us from our testimony. Doubt is a um, devil weapon that will limit us from our testimonies and our miracles. 
Doubt is what? The devil's weapon that limits our testimonies or miracles. Peter will have given a testimony of walking upon, upon the water, right? But he could not because of doubt. There are so many of you are. You should have given so many testimonies in your life. You are not giving it because you are doubting. You allow doubt to, 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 to hinder your testimony. You allow doubt to stop that miracle. Look at the woman of the issue of blood. Jesus turned around and said, Woman, your faith has made you whole. Not the faith of her mother, not the faith of her dad, not the faith of her husband, but her own very faith. And the whole whole means complete. The whole whole means perfect. So if you want to live a perfect life, a complete life, and not a sleepy life, like my daughter Joyce, you must have faith and doubt not. Have faith and what? Doubt not. Have faith and what? Doubt not. Have faith and what? Doubt not. So go with this mindset today. That nobody is switching me. Go with this mindset today. That I am no poor. Go with this mindset today. That it is never the will of God for me to perish. Oh, let's read the scripture so that you understand. Matthew 18, 14. It is never the will of God that you should perish. You are perishing because of doubt. You are, you are stationed in life because of doubt. Because of doubt. You are where you are because of doubt. You're not moving mountains because of doubt. You're not succeeding because of doubt. Get this in you today. That God has given you all the power, the authority and the dominion to move the mountains, to subdue kingdoms and nations. And the word of God says, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And God will say, wheresoever that peace shall trample upon that land you shall possess. And so there are many things that God has given unto you. But you are not laying hand on them because of doubt. Read the scripture for me. So that you know. I don't want to speak. I want the scripture to speak. Yes. In the same way. In the same way. It is not my heavenly father will. It is not my heavenly father will. Oh yes. Uh -huh. That even one of these little ones should perish. That even one of you people should perish. Hey! It is never the will of God that you should perish. The word perish means destroy. The word perish means loss. The word perish means loss, lose, suffer, or whatsoever you call it. It is never God's will. But why are you perishing? Because of doubt. Because of doubt. Go with this. Go with this. Go with this. Have this in your mind. That God planned for me. Could you imagine what God said? For I know the plans I have towards you. Plan of God and not of evil. Plans to take you to an expected end. This is what God says. Yes. Plans to take you to an expected end, boy. Not for you to perish. Why are you perishing? Hold it. Hey, Pastor, I don't know why my own look like this. Yes, your own is like that because you do not receive faith. You're not walking in the faith. Hey! You're not exercising the authority God has given you. Hey! Because you doubt, that's all. Move on with faith. Move on with faith. Stronger faith. To move your mountains in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. God loves you. God cares for you. It is never His will that you perish. It is never the will of God that you perish. Put your hands together for Jesus.